Good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I am so grateful that you are here, whether that be on a podcasting platform, through my YouTube, or through the blogs on my website. Thank you, thank you for being here and supporting us in this endeavor. So today's episode is gonna be all about engagements and engagement photos, how to prep for them. This one is gonna be for my clients. Also, kind of for the photographers out there, because there's gonna be a few snippets in there about selecting a photographer, things that I look for, um, everything like that. So let's dive into it. So you just got engaged and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, it's time to dive into this wedding planning stuff. Let's get the engagement photos knocked out and out of the way. So there's gonna be a few things that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about just kind of like, why do we do engagement sessions? Selecting a photographer, setting expectations with said photographer. We're gonna talk about wardrobe and styling and I will do an entire episode on that sometime. So we're just gonna hit on that kind of lightly today, but we'll go over the big points. We're gonna go over location scouting with your photographer. We're gonna go over posing and prompts. Uh, if you wanna bring any props or personal touches, um, weather, because we live in Kansas, hello. The weather is crazy here. So we have to have weather contingency plans. Um, how to stay relaxed during these sessions because um, a lot of you like aren't used to being in front of a camera and that's completely fine. So how do I be in front of a camera and be relaxed in myself? Like I want these photos to be genuine and authentic. How does that come out? Um, we're gonna talk about post-production, um, deliverables, all of those things. And then um, we'll kind of just go over, a lot of this is gonna be revolved around me as a photographer, but then also for just you as a client, what to look for if you're not gonna have me as your photographer. Even if you go and get a completely different photographer to do your engagement photos, this is what to expect. So the biggest reason for engagement photos these days, obviously, is going to be the social media aspect, save the dates, wedding websites, all of those things to be able to utilize these photos for. So in my opinion, engagement photos are really important to be genuine and authentic to the couple. And the biggest part about finding, getting genuine and authentic photos to you is the photographer that you choose. And so many people do not realize this, that like the photographer that you choose matters. It doesn't, their editing style doesn't just, that's not the only factor. Um, what they shoot on is not the only factor. How they shoot is not the only factor. Um, it all kind of boils down to who they are as a person and who you vibe with best. That's who you're gonna get the best photos with as a couple. So when you are selecting a photographer, I highly suggest doing your research and looking at reviews from past clients. If you know anyone that's worked with that photographer before, talking to them, things like that, um, to kind of get an idea of what their client experience is like. And then most photographers that I know offer free consult sessions. So that's, you can get on Zoom or FaceTime or something like that with them or on the phone and they will just kind of walk you through their process. You can chat for a little bit, see if you vibe with them as a photographer and kind of go from there. But always, always, always do your research. Search in your area, photographers near me. Search, um, if you're looking for like a certain style, search for like warm, high contrast photographers near me or search for wedding photographers near me, engagement photographers in the Kansas area or whatever like major metropolitan area you are near. Um, and that is going to bring up 
a buttload of photographers. And then also, if you're anything like me, go through your social media and look at who you're following because I'm sure over the years you have started following photographers that either you know or like or things like that. So we went over researching and reviewing portfolios and then um, consider their style, like who they are, um, how they edit, all of those things. Because these days there's two different kind of big realms of photography. There's going to be like posed photography and then there's going to be documentary photography. I am a combination of both. So I'm not just a documentary photographers call themselves like a fly on the wall. They're just going to step back. You're going to either like go to an activity with your spouse. Um, you're going to just like go and do something where they're going to step really far back and just kind of capture, capture the moment authentically of like what it is and not give you much to any guidance on what to do. And then you're going to have post photographers. So those are the photographers that have, um, really, really great mindsets on how to set people up in, um, formations on how to put them properly so that the lighting is best on your skin so that the, um, the photo pretty much turns out like put it on your wall, picture perfect type of thing. I like to consider myself a combo of both because I'm not going to just completely pose you the entire time. I use these things called prompts. So I'm going to tell you like a string of different prompts to do with your partner that aren't just like, Hey, move your hand here, tip your chin up, like things like that. I'm going to give you these prompts so that we can get those genuine and authentic moments while also letting you kind of do your thing and not interfering too much. But also I'm going to tell you what to do with your hands because like, what do I do with my hands is the most common question on photo shoots. And I will never let you be high and dry with that. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about. So we kind of talked about like how to select a photographer, what style you're looking for, things like that. Another big thing, like go on Pinterest and start creating a Pinterest board and see just like what photos catch your eye. And then go look at that Pinterest board at the end and try and find a photographer that their portfolio is pretty similar to that. And that's going to help you out a lot. Setting expectations. That is the next thing. I cannot tell you how important it is as a client to set expectations with your photographer right off the bat. As a photographer, I set expectations with my clients right off the bat of like, Hey, this is how like I shoot. This is how it's going to go. This is what I expect from you. This is what I need from you. X, Y, Z. I try to line it all out. And then on the client end, I've also been on the client end of other photographers that do the exact same thing and it works seamlessly. You don't have any hiccups. You don't have any questions. You don't, it just, you know what to expect from them and they know what to expect from you. So with this set, clear communication, get on a consult call with them, set up, um, Hey, this is what I want. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Hey, can we get these exact photos? Like, I really like these. Um, can we, I know that you have like this location guide that you sent me, but this certain area has a lot of meaning to us. Can we go here instead? And, um, kind of talking about that with your photographer is so important that way. Like when it comes down to timeline and details and all of those things, you're both on the same page and there's no post-production confusion of like you as the client saying like, Oh, I really wish we would have done this or gotten this, or I wish I would have spoke up. Like, don't be afraid to speak up. Um, use your voice as a client. And then as a photographer, make sure that you are giving them a space to set those clear expectations and to express what they are wanting, um, in their creative mind as well. The next thing I want to talk about is wardrobe and styling and not to sound 
dramatic or anything, but what you wear will make or break your photos. Plain and simple. There's no if, ands, or who he hats about it. What you wear will make or break your photos. I give my clients an entire styling guide for free with their session that goes over exactly what colors look good in best seasons, what colors, like you need to do what looks best on you, A, but also what looks best with your surroundings. Like if we're gonna be in an open field in the middle of fall, wearing like a really nude color with no pops of colors, you're gonna blend into the grass or things like that. Like there, you're not gonna wanna wear a bright green neon shirt typically, at least I don't think most of my clients will. Some people may want that, but most of my clients probably aren't gonna want that vibe. They're, what you wear makes or breaks your photos, especially how you coordinate with your engaged partner. So when I say coordinate, I mean like don't both be in jeans and plaid shirts or don't both be in jeans and black shirts or don't like both like you don't want to look like early 2000s Christmas card edition. Try to find outfits that A, feel like you. That is the most important thing. They have to be you. And that's why I always suggest like, don't go out and buy an entire new wardrobe for these engagement shoots because these photos need to feel like you. And I want you to look back in five to 10 years and be like, these were some really great memories that we're able to capture and hold on to. And they feel genuinely and authentically like us. So don't go, go, go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Look at what you have and try to coordinate with your partner. You may have to go out and buy new pieces, especially for the guys out there that you may need to go buy them a new shirt or a new sweater or something like that. Um, but Wardrobe guide is really helpful for kind of like how to layer and add texture to your photos as well. Because another aspect about it is like what I'm wearing right now, if you're watching the, if you're watching the video, I'm wearing a, um, if you're listening online, I'm wearing a black turtleneck and then I have a like turquoise wild rag tied around it. And this wild rag adds texture and depth to this black turtleneck that would otherwise just feel very simple and plain. And so when you are styling your clothes, it's really important to add texture and depth. That's why I love fall and winter because we can layer and add um, a ton of complexity to that as well. And then another suggestion I have as far as the wardrobe is bring options. Bring like two or three, maybe even more, depending on how long you have with your photographer, outfit options. Because this is going to give you, even if you're in the same location the entire time with your photographer, this is going to give you different options for your photos throughout your engagement process. So you can use different photos for your save the dates than you do for your actual invites. Or... Um, just different things like that. Like, and you can capture different sides of your personality, whether you want some that are like super, um, like high class and professional looking, and then some that are like super relaxed. Um, for me personally, the way I do engagement photo shoots, or at least try to most of the time, depending on what the couples want is I try to do almost like an all day or a half day engagement shoot where we pick an activity for the couples to go do or multiple activities for the couple to go do. Whether that be we go get drinks at their favorite um, tap house in town or we go and walk down memory lane of like where they had their first date or we go to their um, like 
favorite pasture back on the ranch and ride horses or things like that. Like always try to find an activity for them to do. That way it's not as um, like, okay, stand here, do this. And so stressful for them. Um, but with that, there's gonna be different locations and therefore you can have different outfit options, which always helps give a nice diversified portfolio to what you are gonna be looking for. And again, with this, talk to your photographer, get a vibe check with them, go through their past photos and see, like, see if there's any inspiration from those. And then also go on Pinterest or just any other platform like that. And um, kind of just like start looking for inspiration of like following your vibe, how you are as a person, and then also um, just trying to find something that works really well as a coordinating couple and not a matchy-matchy couple. No one wants to be matchy-matchy, be coordinating. And so that means like finding a really nice color palette and sticking to that. Whether that be like you as a female wear something really bold and extravagant and then your engaged partner wears um, like a tan shirt or like in jeans, like something to complement the extravagantness of your item that you are wearing. Um, there's so much more detail that I could go into on this. We will go into more detail in another episode, but that kind of gives a little bit of an overview of what to expect and how to style your wardrobe. All right, location scouting. As a photographer personally, I like to try and pick out my own locations. Um, even if I am traveling to where my couples are, in the exception of like they want to go to XYZ place to go get drinks or something like that. And in those situations, I can typically look at my surroundings and be like, oh, hey, this is a good spot to go. Um, for example, I had an engagement shoot in Wichita and I'm not from Wichita. And I just kind of like gave them the reins of like, I did a lot of research on my own of like Botanica was really pretty. So we were like, we're definitely going to go do photos there. And then during the day, it was like, okay, we're going to go down to Old Town and we're just going to find a place. Like I, I didn't do any scouting beforehand because I feel confident enough as a photographer to be able to go to a location and find what my couple is looking for and find that vibe just kind of like off the bat. And we ended up going to a little brewery and bar that was down there and um, just kind of moved around, which is really what I like to do as a photographer is move people around. Um, that way we get a ton of different photos for them in that portfolio. And then, um, let's say it's not in a place that I haven't been to before. I personally have a location guide of these are all of the places that I recommend going because if you chose me as your photographer, you chose me for a reason, whether you like my photos, my personality, stuff like that. But like, let's say you really like my photos of a friend that you did, a friend, friend's engagement that I did a few months back or something like that. And they recommended me. You loved the photos, all of that stuff. Well, your wardrobe makes or breaks the photos, but also the location makes or breaks the photos. So for me personally, I don't like really shooting in like freshly cut green grass. I don't really like shooting in green grass at all. I like trying to find, um, really like soft and neutral places that way that my couples shine and trying to find just like the little holes in the wall and um, like tall natural green grass makes your photos look more natural. Um, whereas like cut grass makes it look like we may have just walked into your grandparents' backyard to take photos or something like that. 
And so it's really important to trust your photographer in the locations that they suggest if you are local. Um, but then if you do have a set location in mind that you're like, this place means a lot to me. I really want to go here and do photos or like, I think that this place is gorgeous. Communicate that with your photographer. Like it's, it's really simple to just snap a few photos and be like, Hey, this is where I was thinking of doing photos. That way they are prepared for that when your engagement session day comes. So let's talk about um, kind of like the difference between posing and prompts and what to expect there. So for the exact posing, like let's say you come to the photo shoot and you're like, I really want this photo or this photo or this photo. Absolutely. Like let's, let's do them. I always like adding new poses to my uh, little uh, portfolio and my brain and stuff like that too. So those are completely fine to do completely like, Hey, move your head this way, move your arm this way, things like that. And then as a photographer, the majority of the photos that I try to capture are going to be prompted. So I'm going to give you and your spouse a prompt to do. So it's going to be something like along the lines of, um, run around and play tag. Um, or I want you to grab onto his shoulder and then husband, I want you to lean over and whisper in the sexiest voice that you can possibly think of your favorite thing to eat for breakfast, like Captain Crunch cereal or something like that. And it always gets people laughing and, um, is always just a really like, there's a ton of different prompts that you can use. Um, there's just a ton of different things that, I'm able to utilize in my basket to get those couples genuine and raw and true emotions and get them smiling and laughing, which I feel like is the most important thing is these photos need to feel like the couple and they need to feel like, um, they're real and not like we just completely like fabricated everything. As a client, another consideration to bring in is, do you want to bring any um, props or any sentimental items? So typically I don't see these as often on engagement sessions, but I do see them like on wedding days. Um, but for engagement sessions, I always have like a nice neutral blanket, um, different things to choose from there. That way we can do um, seated photos on the ground. And then, um, are there just like any other personal touches that you want to add, whether that be like for me personally, like my engagement ring and then what other rings I choose to wear, that's going to be like my personal touch because like I have rings and jewelry that have like a lot of meaning behind them and things like that. And so just kind of think about um, what you wear on the daily and what means a lot to you and what you want to kind of preserve in these photos to be able to look back on in years to come. The next thing is weather. Hello, we live in Kansas. Stuff happens. And uh, as a photographer, I always tell my people that like, you know what? As long as I can still see you, we can still shoot. That does not mean that I'm going to make you sit out there in the pouring rain and try to put a smile on your face if you are not having fun. If that is not something that you are okay with doing, I am never going to ask you to do that as a client. But I will say those dancing in the rain photos are some of my favorites. Like they, the photos that of the couples that just go and brave the weather, whether that be snow or rain or anything like that, like those photos end up being so much fun sometimes. But 
Um, another option with that is like you can get really cool like clear umbrellas or things like that if you don't want to get soaking wet or um, find locations that are indoors or partially indoors or things like that are going to give you a variety of options if the weather turns bad. Another option is this is another space where you need to communicate with your photographer. Ask them during the initial consult call when you are trying to decide if you want them as your photographer or not. If they have weather contingency backup days already built into their schedule because some photographers are so hard booked that they're like we either do it or we don't like the weather is going to be what the weather does and that's it but for me personally I always build in at least one or two days a month that are my weather contingency days that I can lean back on if the weather takes a turn and put my clients on those days and get those really bright, fresh, sunny days rather than um, being in the rain all day and things like that. Um, and then the next thing is kind of when you are doing these photos, how one of the biggest questions I feel like I always get is how do I feel relaxed and how do I look like I genuinely want to be there and that I'm having fun and things like that. I feel like a lot of couples that come to me and they're like, we're so awkward. We don't know what to do. Like, how do I, what do I do with my hands? Like all of these things, how do I feel genuine and relaxed? And I know I am beating a dead horse here, but it comes back to who you choose as your photographer. It comes back to who you and your fiance or your spouse vibe with the best for these photos. Because if you guys don't get along or even really like your photographer, you just like their editing style, then you're not going to get the best out of these photos. It really depends on who you can connect with as a person and who is going to make you feel the most comfortable being in front of that camera is the first step. And then the next step after that is luckily enough for you guys, when you're doing couples photos, um, at least I experienced this, that like when I'm with my boyfriend, it makes me feel so much more like, oh, okay. Like I can take a deep breath and because I can just zone everyone else out and it's just us. And that is what I always try to suggest my couples doing. It's just zone me out. Like I just take a breath. It's just you guys take as much time as you need to just be. Um, and then is there any other things that can help you relax individually as a person? Do we need to take breaks throughout the session? My session that I did in Wichita during the middle of the day when it was like peak sun and there wasn't really like a ton of locations that we could go to to take photos and we wanted to wait until sunset to get more done. We went back to the house and I edited some photos and they took a nap. Like there's, there's tons of options just who you are as a couple and what works best for you guys individually. So then post-production, your photo shoot's done, you had a great time, you were relaxed, you had perfect um, clothes that you had on, you had a perfect location, all of those things. Post-photo shoot, what should I expect? For me personally, as a photographer, I have a two-week turnaround time max on these engagement sessions. And they, you get 24 hours, like within 24 hours, you get sneak peeks. So that's like three to 15 photos that you can go and look at. And then I always send those and then send you a, Hey, you'll have your photos in two weeks. This is how they're going to be delivered. This is what to expect. All of those things. 
The biggest thing like as a client is understand your photographer's editing process. There are going to be certain photographers out there that in their busy season, they have a four week turnaround, which is completely fine. You just need to know that beforehand as a client. So you know what to expect. For example, we had family photos done about three and a half weeks ago. Now that photographer, she is extremely busy during the fall season and she had a four week turnaround time because she spends a lot of her time shooting rather than a lot of her time editing, which is completely fine. You just need to have those expectations and know what to expect from, from your photographer before you even go into it. That way there's no after shoot frustration. Then you get your photos back. You're absolutely head over heels in love with them. Please, please, please leave a review for your photographer. These help them out so, so much. Whether that be a review that you just simply text your photographer and they can screenshot and share with their clients, or you go onto their website, leave a review there. You go to their Google profile and leave a review, which I know that helps photographers a ton with their Google standing and just everything like that with SEO. Um, so those are always super helpful. Please, please, please. If you have positive things to say, leave a review. If you have the negative things to say, go and talk to those, go and talk with your photographer about those things directly. No photographer out there wants you to leave a situation unhappy. So speak up, go talk to them, but do that personally. Don't go to, um, Google or social media with that. So today we kind of talked about just everything from engagement suit, engagement shoots, what to expect, how to plan for them, all of those things. If you are my clients and you are watching this, please, please, please um, start doing some activity ideas and start thinking about outfits. If you need any help, I'm always just a phone call away and more than happy to help you guys with that process. Even before we step on to the photo shoot, I am here for you guys. If you are not my clients, I am completely fine with helping you too please send me a DM on Instagram. If you have any wardrobe questions, if you have any location questions, if you need recommendations for other photographers that you're like, Hey, you're really awesome, but you're not really my style. I kind of like this style more. Do you have any photographer friends that are like recommendations? And boy, do I have a ton for you. There are a lot of amazing men and women in this industry that I would love to recommend you to, if you are not going to go with me personally. So Thank you so much guys for tuning in to another episode. I hope that this episode was helpful and that my clients in the future are going to be able to get some really great information out of this. Go and look at your guides, go talk to your photographer, get those photo shoots booked because happy engagement. I'm so happy for whoever is watching this. Um, and we will talk to you next time. Bye guys.